With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in business into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. New day, new you. Wake your ass. Only strong, 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 Monday through fucking gratitude. Be mindful. You're listening to May I Elaborate? Daily wisdom from me, J.B. Smooth. You want to know what people think about you? Man. Here's what you got to do. And I tell people all the time, work on your uh, uh, your skills. You know, you ever see that movie with a, where the guy says, um, I have a certain set of skills. Liam Neeson said that shit. I have a certain set of skills. Whew, man. And those are things that you have to develop over time. What you got to learn how to do to know what's going on in your circle is to learn how to eavesdrop. Woo-wee. You know, that way you know things in advance. Get to jump on life. <laughs> like your boss is going to fire your ass. Now, if you learned how to eavesdrop, you'll be able to quit before that motherfucker walks in there and utters the word you fired. You understand? Get to jump on his ass. That <laughs> motherfucker walking in here all cocky and shit with the F word on his fucking lips. <laughs> you can hold up a little finger while you're on a phone call and say to your boss, give me a minute, playboy. <laughs> Man, motherfucker be taken aback. I always love that word, taking it back. <laughs> but learn how to eavesdrop. You know how I practice that? I watch TV with the volume turned down to one. Yeah. And learn how to listen very fucking intently when that shit is on one. You learn how to read lips and body language. Whew. You want to turn that shit up another notch. You turn that shit on one. You watch that fucking movie. You read them fucking lips. Whew. Read their energy. And you turn on a blender and make you a fucking smoothie in the background while that shit is on one and while they fucking doing their body language and they read them fucking lips. That's the next level. That's the extreme eavesdropping. Extreme. You know what I'm saying, Miles? That's the extreme fucking eavesdropping. Doesn't seem like a good way to enjoy watching a movie, though. This is practice, Miles. Yeah. That's practice. Yeah. We talking. I'm going to throw an Allen Iverson uh, term at your ass. Okay. We talking about practice. Yeah. We talking about practice? Right. That's exactly what the fuck he said. I thought he said that. Yeah. To be honest, I, I don't know what we're talking about, but I know we should be talking about our show. So I, I'm just going to start it up. Start hey, up. I'm Miles, and thanks for joining us for a new day of May I Elaborate? Daily Wisdom from J.B. Smooth. Every day we discuss a quote from a daily calendar to see if J.B. can squeeze even more wisdom and inspiration out of it. Today's quote <laughs> comes from a calendar... That's all about self-love, and all of its quotes are attributed to Tanya Carroll Richardson. So here's the quote. Postponing joy until a goal or milestone is reached is punishing and not for me. Postponing joy until a goal or milestone is reached is punishing and not for me. (laughs) 
I can't wait to, to dive into this one, buddy. Hey, I say we postpone your response until after the break. Yeah, do that. Do that. Okay. We'll be right back. Welcome back to May I Elaborate, Daily Wisdom from J.B. Smoove. The quote we're looking at today is, postponing joy until a goal or milestone is reached is punishing and not for me. What do you got? Man, Miles. I go back to that old joke with these two guys on the bridge. I love this fucking joke, Miles. Okay. You can take this shit and keep it. Two guys on the bridge, one guy says, and they're both peeing from the bridge. They're pissing into the well, that's, water. That's nasty. <laughs> I know. It's disgusting. But, okay. you know, it, it, was, it was nighttime. There's nobody else around and shit. So no one, no one knew. You know? Okay. You know, they had the Johnsons out peeing in the water. And one guy okay. said, man, this water is chilly. This water cold. <laughs> and another guy said, and it's deep, too. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I love that analogy. Yeah. I love that analogy because life is cold. Both of them are disturbingly long Johnsons. From a fucking bridge, Miles. Yeah. And, and where, where the fuck you think bungee jumping came from? Not from that. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll finish that shit up later about that bungee jumping uh, Johnson and shit. Yeah. Postponing joy until a goal or milestone is reached is punishing and not for me. One thing I love about this, this quote is I love when someone says something's not for me. Yeah. Because you have every right to say this shit is not for me. Right. You got every right to sit in that restaurant and they put a meal in front of you and you take two bites of that shit and you slide that fucking plate away from you and you take a napkin and you put your napkin on your fucking food. Yeah. When the waiter comes back and when he sees that fucking plate pushed forward, that waiter know that food to you ain't shit. And you're disappointed so, in this so, fucking meal. Let me ask you, when in a situation like that, then do you ask for something else? My personal opinion, I don't want to try nothing else. No. Sometimes they say, do, do you want a doggy bag? Should I wrap this to go anyway? And you say, my dog wouldn't eat this shit. You're yeah. not concerned that, that uh, when you come back, they're going to do something to your food? Fuck no. Because I'm being as professional as possible about this situation. You know? That, and, you, you find that to be professional, balling up your napkin, pushing the food away, and then telling them that your dog wouldn't eat it? Because here's the thing. Some people make a big stink about stuff. Yeah. You didn't make a big stink about it. You handled this shit the best way you knew how to handle it. You didn't make a scene. You didn't have people turning around saying, oh my God, what the fuck happened over there? Look, I, I, I think you're saying you want to make a scene. I, to me, you made a scene. So if that's not a scene, what would be your idea of making a scene? Miles, this is making a fucking scene, right? You, you taste the food and you frown upon that shit. In your mind, you say, this food is bullshit. Who the fuck made this? You slide that fucking plate away from you. Which you did. Okay, you take your fucking napkin, you throw your napkin on top of that plate, and then you stand up, and you grab that tablecloth, and you yank that motherfucker like a fucking magician. You yank that shit off, and all the dishes are still sitting there, and everybody's like, ooh. And you wipe your fucking mouth with that fucking tablecloth, and you just ball that tablecloth up, and you throw that shit on the table. You grab your lady's hand, you help her up out of her seat, and you get the fuck out of there. By the time you get to the fucking front, the, the maitre d's gonna say, uh, was everything to your liking? You say, fuck no. That shit was terrible. I didn't want to cause a commotion back there, but that shit had to be done. Fix that shit. I'll be back next week. Okay? 
Uh, I stand corrected. That that's a scene. If I was there, I would have applauded. Especially Fuck yeah. the the tablecloth game. <laughs> can you do that? I can do that. I wouldn't recommend anybody else doing that shit no. unless you have been trained as a magician. I wouldn't tell anybody to yank the tablecloth out from underneath the fucking table settings if you don't know what the fuck you're doing. Okay. You'll make a fucking mess, and that's when they'll call the authorities. Right. Because they're going to say, this guy is a fucking asshole, and he just broke all these dishes, spilled shit, the fucking wine is everywhere, you know? And you got to know what the fuck you're doing. It's a classy-ass move if you know what the fuck you're doing. Okay. People will say, wow. Well, look, let me just say this. The, the quote I gave you, uh, it's not even. It's not a very long one. Postponing joy until a goal or milestone is reached is punishing and not for me. And all you've covered is not for me. But <laughs> what about the rest of it? Postponing joy until a goal or milestone is reached. What about all of that? Here's what this really means, Miles. All right. Take shit as it comes. Take shit as it comes. Right. Here's what I don't want you people to be. Don't be the person that fucking buys a boat, planned to buy this boat all his life. Buys that fucking boat after you fucking retire. After you fucking retire. And sail around the fucking world only to die at your motherfucking retirement party. Oh, that's you tragic. had plans. You had plans to sail this fucking boat around the fucking world. Yeah, all the free time in the world to sail that motherfucker. You plan a retirement party and shit. You know, you know how all those boats they have the champagne bottle and they bust the, the champagne bottle on the on the hull. Yeah, they christen right, the, the ship. They christen that motherfucker. Yeah. <sighs> your, your your little writing on the back of the boat. You know how people put a little message in the shit. Yeah. Yours says. Out this bitch. Hmm. And that's what the fuck happened at the retirement party. You died and was out this bitch. Ain't that shit fucked up? It's uh, ironically tragic if that's what he wrote on the boat and then he... Yeah, that's what the fuck he wrote on the boat. Out yeah. this bitch. Meaning he was out from all this bullshit, finally free and ready to live his fucking life the rest of his fucking life. So he was postponing see, joy. He postponed that shit. He could have bought that motherfucking boat already. He ain't had to go around the world. No. But it could have went around the fucking marina or around the, the what do they call that shit, the fucking base of fucking Florida or some shit. Yeah, around, around that peninsula. Suez Canal or Panama Canal. You could have done some shit. I don't know that that's so scenic, but yeah. I'm just putting examples out there of destinations he could have gone on a weekend or a week off his vacations. He had vacation time left. Now, when you retire, do you yeah. still get that fucking vacation time? That should go away because you retired. Most people use it up before or, or some jobs will pay you out maybe sometimes but i, I think mm. we're getting out the point because you gave a, a very sad example about that shit but how does it apply in everyday life that seems like an extreme situation happened to this guy a very unfortunate here's another example of postponing joy okay you're at mcdonald's you got your order you ordered your fucking food you know supersized everything all that good stuff because all the good shit you fucking love from mcdonald's you're about to leave with your damn order, and then they say, "What? Hey, do you want some ketchup? You want some ketchup? Yeah. <sighs> Fuck, man. You got to think whether you think you need it or not. Now, now, don't be dismissive and take ketchup out of the bag and throw it back at the cashier. Say, I, didn't, I, I told you I didn't want no fucking ketchup. I don't like your ketchup. Then you wind up going home. And you, when you walk in that fucking door with that McDonald's and fucking super, super-sized fries, you got a lot of fries. Yeah, 
Like you walk in that good. No fries are fucking good when they hot. Woo! If I don't get some hot, hot ass fries, you know what I say? What? I want some fresh ones. Yeah. You know what I do? I throw the fucking French fries in, the, in inside the restaurant. I think you seem to make scenes at just at eating establishments. I think that's. I'm not your... telling anybody to do this. Yeah, I'm not telling anybody to do this. I'm don't do this. Pattern. Don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah. You know, I just throw them back in there. You know, I throw them back in there. Yeah. Something about somebody say you eat them. You know, and I throw it back in there. Yeah. Somebody... They're not going to eat them. But I don't want anybody else to do that shit. No, because that shit is don't disrespectful. Do that. They don't make a lot of money. They don't make a lot of money, and them fucking French fries are fucking delicious. I'm just saying, I know you can do better than that. And some people take that the right way. Yeah, you can you, do better than this, and I throw them back in there. They go, you know what? You're fucking right. It's tough love. Because even people who work at McDonald's love McDonald's French fries. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Yeah. I'm not telling anybody to do that shit, but the, you go to the right drive-thru, they understand. Yeah. I fucking get it, sir. And that's my bad for putting them cold-ass fries in your fucking bag. Right. That's on me. Hey, I got to clean up over here. And somebody else will come over there and clean them fucking fries up. And guess what she's going to do? She's going to go over there to them french fries. She's going to put a new bag of french fries in that fucking hot-ass oil. And she's going to fry them motherfuckers. She's going to say, give me three minutes. Well, me I hope she minutes. gets employee of the month because- She that, fucking will. She yeah. fucking will. Good for she her. She fucking will get employee of the and month. And a little shame on you. Because she knows it's knocking down the respect level that you have for them fucking french fries. Yeah. Oh, so anyway, you walk in that fucking house and have them new ass fries. Yeah. And as soon as you walk in the door, you see your fucking son putting the last bit of ketchup on a motherfucking ketchup sandwich. This little motherfucker always loved ketchup sandwich. Ketchup sandwich. That's what the fuck he loves. He just loves it. You can't you can't stop this little motherfucker from eating them goddamn ketchup sandwiches. He just loves them. Mm-hmm. He just loves ketchup and he loves fucking bread. And he put them together. A ketchup sandwich. Sounds nasty. And he's squeezing the last bit of that goddamn ketchup off. That's how the fucking shit sounds. And he's squeezing the last bit of ketchup. And he's like, fuck me. Man, I could almost see that ketchup bottle. That was was very good what you did there. Fuck yeah. And you are fucking livid. Because that's the last bit of ketchup. Yeah. And you told McDonald's that you didn't want no fucking ketchup. I'm good. I don't want ketchup. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. And now you got to sit there and you got two things to do. One, you go to the store and buy new ketchup. Two, you take your son's sandwich and a fucking butter knife and you scrape that fucking ketchup off that goddamn sandwich that he just made and say, boy... Don't you ever use the last of anything in this fucking house. That's my rules. That's the rules that every parent should give their kids. Don't you ever use the last of anything in this house. Right. You know what I'm saying? They didn't buy it. Take that butter knife. You didn't buy that shit. This shit in this house is mine. It's all mine. It's all yours. None of that shit belongs to your kids. Mm-hmm. That's your ketchup on that sandwich. You get that butter knife and you scrape that goddamn ketchup off that sandwich and you put it on them french fries. I hate you, Dad. I hate this house. Get the fuck out of my face, boy. That's what I say. Yeah. Sit your ass down. It's my house. My yeah. ketchup. My ketchup. I hate you. <laughs> See what I just did? Yeah. And then I bow and I say, scene. Well, if if we were play acting, but I'm the scene. All right. So then let, let's uh let's see if we can lasso this one in. You uh, I got the poor guy with the boat. Uh, the ketchup, I look at it as like, here, you, you never know what's going to happen in the future. So when opportunities come, 
embrace them. Somebody offers you ketchup, you take the ketchup. You don't know. It's always about you don't know the future, so enjoy the present. Is that kind of? Fuck yeah. And now when I go back to the McDonald's thing, here's what I tell you to do. Mm-hmm. Take that ketchup. Tell them to give you extra ketchup. You take those ketchups, right? And you put those ketchup in your junk drawer in your kitchen. Yeah. Just throw them in your junk drawer because you never fucking know when you're going to need some ketchup. That's all I'm trying to tell you. Yeah. You know what? Here's what I do when I go to restaurants. I take extra free shit. You understand? Yeah. I'll tell them, motherfuckers, give me, uh, you know, extra ketchup, extra napkins, and I save all that shit, see? Nothing yeah. wrong with stacking up and, and, and stockpiling extra free shit. Right. Shit free. Said every hoarder ever. One time I got, I went to a, a, a burger joint and I told them, give me extra cheese. And guess what I did? I took the extra cheese off of it and put that shit in a little napkin and folded that shit up. You know, sometimes I carry little baggies with me. And I right. put that cheese inside a little baggie. It's sealed up nice and fresh. Then I'm going to use that cheese later on at another time to make macaroni and cheese or something like that. Hey, that it's actually a good life hack because that, that's your extra cheese, so you can do what you want. It's mine. It's yeah. mine. They, they gave it to me already. I'm not stealing the fucking cheese. And I'm putting that extra cheese in a baggie and sealing it up. And I keep doing that over and over again until I have enough to make macaroni and cheese. Well, so then when I think of the quote, postponing joy until a goal a milestone is reached is punishing and not for me, I guess the answer for you is that's definitely true because you tend to embrace the moment, save the cheese, (laughs) store away the ketchup in the metaphoric uh, junk drawer of life. Miles, I love the way you phrase shit like that. You phrased the fuck out of that just now. Thank you. The junk drawer of life. Shit, man. Isn't that what it's all about, though? You gain nothing by postponing joy. You gain nothing by saving all that money if you can't use that shit. Use a portion of that motherfucker once in a while. Plan your journey. Plan that shit. But feel free to reward yourself along the way. So by the time you get to your real goal, you can still say, remember that time? Remember that time we did this? Fuck, man. And nothing better than being where your goal is and still be able to say, remember that time? Yeah. Woo! Shit, now you're having a great conversation. Remember that time? Remember that time? Well, good. I'm going to remember the time we did this podcast because I, I, <laughs> I feel good about it. Give yourself those Remember that time moments throughout your fucking journey. Live, motherfucker, live. Well, he said it, and I'll say this. Thanks for joining us on another episode of May I Elaborate? Daily Wisdom from J.B. Smoove. I want to give a special thanks to Workman Publishing for letting us borrow from their daily calendar called A Year of Self-Love, Daily Affirmations and Actions for Self-Compassion and Self-Worth. I'm Miles, and he's... I'm JB Smooth. We'll see you later. This has been a Team Coco production. <laughs>